Hello, and welcome to the Kind Life Podcast with me, Claudia. This is a podcast dedicated to those who want to live a kinder life. In each episode, I'll bring you thoughts, reflections, and lessons to inspire you to live the kindest life possible. We'll talk everything from relationships to nourishing our bodies and movement, business, and even buying property. This space is dedicated to the dreamers who know that you can't have success without a little kindness. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, good morning, good evening, good whatever. Here we are back for another episode. This one is going to carry on from last week a little bit. And this is, as you can tell by the title, it is five ways to catch yourself before you burn out. So I wanted to give you something that is actually really useful. And I feel like for a lot of you, this will be useful at any stage of your life or business or passion, anything that it is that you're doing. But I think if we can at least be aware of this at the start of the year, then you can always come back to this later on. So to give you a little backstory, uh, I have been a bit low for a few weeks. It was a tiring kind of end to the year and there was a lot of things going on. And then, yeah, situations within the world makes people get a little bit scared, which then means that they freak out for a moment for a valid reason. But then they don't come to classes. And if people don't come to classes at the studio, then it's a whole sort of snowball. And we're still very much in the start of the studio. We're not even a year old with me having a team. And so it's a big responsibility to have classes and have to pay people, but then not have the income coming in that we have at better times. So it was getting a little bit full on for me and I was very aware of it. And I thought that I would share with you some of the tools and the strategies that helped me out during this time. And one of them was just really, so this is going to be outside of my little tips for you, but one of them was to just acknowledge, okay, this seems like me burning out. And if you have burnt out before or been really close, then you'll know how that feels for you. Uh, I also just want to pop in a disclaimer or a little warning here too. And please know that, you know, you're not alone in experiencing this. I think that this is something that more of us experience than we realize, but there are tools and support available out there to you. Things like Beyond Blue or Lifeline, if things get really serious, but even just your friends and your family can help to support you as well. So please know that there's tools out there and we might even pop those in the show notes too. So the links and the numbers for Lifeline for things like Beyond Blue to help you out. But hopefully if you can take on some of these ideas, uh, then we might be able to catch it before we go too far. So if you don't know what burnout is, it can come from a lot of different stresses. I think typically people get burnt out uh, when it's to do with work. I haven't heard of too many people feeling burnt out by just friendships. I know that sometimes mothers can feel burnt out, whether they're working, you know, a typical standard job or whether their sole job at the moment or parents, I should say, any parent, whether their main role in life is to care for their child or their children. That could 
lead to a burnout. I've heard of that happening before, but I haven't really heard of it happening in terms of being burnt out by friendships or by social things. So it's usually a work or something that takes up the majority of your day or your week or your month. And for most of us, that is kind of a standard job. So I'm just going to speak to this in that regard, but please know that it could be more broad than what I'm talking to. And that's where those those links and those numbers can be useful if you don't really know, because it's not really the experience that I'm describing, then reach out to somebody who might be able to help you identify it. So I think some of the signs that you're heading towards burnout, candle at both ends, being lit situation, when you're not enjoying the work, especially if work has been the the snowball or the cascade for this. So when you're not enjoying your work, your business, the things that maybe have in the past inspired you or lit you up, but also your hobbies or hanging out with your friends and your family. So if you're withdrawing from family friends, Uh, if you feel exhausted by being with family, friends and feeling the need to kind of retreat. And for me, I, I do find that I need a little bit of time away from people regardless. And, uh, it's really good to have a good grasp of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. And it's not, well, something that changed in my mind a few years ago was what introverts are and what extroverts are. And it's not just, a loud, bubbly person who is an extrovert and then someone who is really shy and timid is an introvert. Uh, Extroverts are people who get really lit up and fueled by being in the presence of others, by hanging out with others. And they kind of get a little bit, you know, a bit low, a bit flat by being with themselves for too long. And introverts are people who it's the opposite and they get really lit up and refueled by being with themselves. And if they hang out with a lot of people or just even a couple of people for too long, then that can make them feel depleted. And you can be a mix of both. So you can be an introverted extrovert. You can be an extroverted introvert. But just to make it nice and black and white, we have introverts and extroverts. I am an introvert. So I am on for a lot of my life. I am doing things. I am performing or presenting to the world. And whilst I love that, I need time completely by myself to recalibrate and to neutralize again, because I do spend a lot of my time being on and I love people. Uh, Otherwise, I wouldn't I wouldn't teach and I wouldn't do what I do. So it's not to say that, you know, I just want to be a hermit by myself all of the time, although sometimes I do, but it's more about how you recharge yourself. So I think that that can be really useful to know. And for me, it felt like I didn't even want to hang out with my friends too much. So we would do things on the weekends and I felt a bit flat even just going to hang out with them. Like there were a few times where I said to Jack, like, I just want to go in, go out from the local markets um, without bumping into people. And it's really difficult to not bump into people there on the weekends. Um, So something like that, where otherwise I would love to hang out with them and let the hours sort of go on. So I think recognizing your signs and those are quite typical signs I think so not enjoying your work or your hobbies the things that usually make you feel great 
uh, withdrawing from family and friends, uh, feeling the need to be completely alone. And that's especially if you are an extrovert. So if you are someone who gets um, refueled, recharged by hanging out with other people and you're feeling the need to come down and be by yourself, that would be a bit of a red flag. And then if you're feeling exhausted and fatigued all of the time, even if you're having enough sleep and, you know, you're eating well and you're drinking enough water and you're still feeling flat and fatigued, that would be a good little sign. And that's how I was feeling. I felt like I just wanted to nap a lot and I'm not a big napper. So that's number one, recognize your signs and they could be different, but I think that these are just quite broad and they would be relevant to a lot of people. Then number two is if you can take some time out and especially if it is work, that sort of prolonged stressor in your life that's making you feel burnt out. See if you can, you know, take an RDO, so a day off if that's available in your workplace or can you, you know, close your books for a day or a couple of days or a week if you're a hairdresser or in some sort of uh, service-based industry. Can you schedule a vacation, whether that's just staying in one place? For me, I like to physically remove myself. So when I'm at home, I find it very difficult to not open up my laptop and do work, to not get on my social medias and reply to you know messages and things like that. I find that really difficult. So when I can physically remove myself from my house and from my standard location, I find that that can help. But I'm also aware that this is not always possible and it's definitely not always possible for me. I can't just up and leave when I'm feeling a little bit stressed. Like there's a lot of things that need to come together for that to be possible for me at this stage of my business. And that is just how it goes at the moment. Some people might have a bit more flexibility than what I do. I might have a bit more flexibility than what you do. So if that's not possible, then I think it's important to figure out just one thing that lights up your soul that is outside of your work, your business, those hobbies, your children, or, you know, the thing that you're spending a lot of your time doing that has created a bit of a snowball, a bit of a trajectory towards burning out. So for me, it is getting to the ocean and having at least one day, if I can afford it time-wise, having two consecutive days where I'm completely switched off. So I will delete my Instagram and my Facebook from my phone and I will sign out of them. And I find that I automatically will want to open them up. But when I'm logged out, it's that extra little barrier. And I go, oh, actually, I don't need to go into that. Remember, I've carved out this day or two to not do this. I will do the same for emails. I always have my phone on do not disturb, but I will do that. If I really need, I'll pop it on airplane mode. That way people can literally not contact me. And getting in the ocean is my thing where possible. When the weather's nice and the conditions are nice, that just makes me feel so great. If I can even just dip my toes in for half an hour, then I'm pretty good and I can kind of keep going. And that's what I have done this time. So I am not able to take the time away that I need to. I need to have a little bit of a holiday. I'm aware of that, uh, but I'm not able to. So I have jumped in the ocean. And your thing might be, Maybe it is hanging out with friends. Maybe it is um, carving out some quality time with somebody that you love. Maybe it's tinkering in the shed or gardening or reading a book or two and just doing that, just being completely immersed in that. 
My next little tip, and this is something that helped me, which then will link into my last one, and that is to share how you're feeling with others. I'm very lucky that I have a very open, honest relationship with my husband and I feel like I can just say everything that I want to and there's no judgment or there's not too much of a need for him to try and fix the situation, although that's usually how partners can be wired sometimes to to just want to go in and fix the thing. And so I was saying, I feel like I'm on the way to burning out and I just want to let you know that because I'm not feeling so great. I'm not feeling so inspired right now. I'm not feeling too motivated. I feel sleepy. I feel a bit low, a bit flat. I'm not wanting uh, to kind of get up and do the things that I usually want to do. And realistically, for me and for my husband, he knows that because he knows what I'm like and then he knows when things change. But I could just be honest with him and that starts to take a little bit, for me anyway, that took a little bit of the burden off just in sharing that honestly and going, okay, so he knows now. Somebody else knows that I'm not feeling too good, that I might need a week or two or three or a month or something to start to come back to my usual self. And hopefully there's not going to be as much pressure to you know, perform in social situations or in other things. And when I say, hey, I'm not feeling so great right now, I'm feeling low and flat, maybe if you're in a lucky position like I am, they will, if they can, take up a bit of the slack. So at home, you know, cooking has been a little easier for me lately because I've been open and I've said not feeling, you know, 100%. I'm not feeling like I can completely commit to prepping dinner as well as doing everything else that is causing me a bit of stress and a bit of overwhelm. Uh, So is it possible if you can pick that up for me and when I leave you a note, when I send you a text and say, this is what we're doing for dinner, can you make sure that it's done? And It's one thing to do that, but I think it's another thing when you can back it up and go, because I'm not feeling so great. So that's my little tip. If you share it with friends as well, then it just, it makes you feel a little less uh, judged perhaps. So like I've said to my friends, we've gone out to the the markets, like I said, so we've gone to the markets and I've said, I just want to essentially put my sunglasses on, curl up in a hoodie and sit here and just listen to you all talk. And that's not usually how I am, but they accepted that no questions, no judgment, no anything. And then the following week, it's all good. Usually for me, though, I will come to within that day because I get a bit of FOMO and I (laughs) want to hang out and talk about all the things anyway. But just being open and honest with people and going, I'm not, you know, I'm not my usual self right now. Just let me kind of retreat and hang low. I still want to be here in your presence, but I just want to do my own thing. It's not on you it's just me. I know that that's what I need. Thank you very much. We'll resume this next week or next month or next year, (laughs) whatever it is that you want. It does all come back to self-awareness though. So it's a lot of trial and error and you need to really sit with yourself and go, okay, well, what is it that's actually causing me the overwhelm and the stress? What do I know about myself? Um, Like for me, you know, do you know that you're more an introvert or an extrovert and how can you use that in this situation to go, I understand why I'm feeling this way a little more. I've been spending way too much time with a lot of people, not enough time by myself. Perhaps that's, you know, escalated things a little more. So share with others is my number four. I think that there are always people out there and they may not offer to help you, but I really hope that you have people around you who, if you were to ask for help or even just to let them know that you're feeling a little bit flat or a little bit low, that they would 
at least give you some space, but maybe offer to help where possible. And people aren't always able to drop everything and help you out. But usually if you have at least one or a couple, a little handful, a small little circle, it's not a burden to ask them for help every now and then when you need it or to tell them that you're not feeling so great. And if you do that, they're more inclined to give you the support, whatever they're able to give you. And so then this leads on to my last little tip or little point, which is to outsource things if possible. And that could be as simple as, you know, cleaning at home. Can you maybe ask a friend to come over and help you clean one room of your house if that's adding to your stress and your overwhelm and creating that snowball effect in your life right now? I don't know your relationship with your friends, but maybe that could be available. If not, you know, could they come over and just help you do some folding while you do something else? Can they come over and look after your kid or kids for a little bit while you do something else? Uh, Do you have, you know, parents or siblings or somebody else in your family who you could ask to do those things for you? Cooking, uh, could you outsource that to a partner, a housemate, a friend and just say, hey, is it possible if you could help me out, you know, for These two nights where I'm really, really busy, snowed under, I'm going to finish work late, you know, then I have a course after that and night school and all the rest. And would it be possible if you just came over and you made me up a little meal to help me out? If that's not available, then there's amazing food delivery services at the moment. So you could order something and it may not be completely cooked and finished, but you might be able to just save time shopping for groceries and choosing what you need to make or that you'd want to make. And that could be a big help in itself. And then within this outsourcing, you know, are you able to request some support at work? You know, could you get someone to help you? Could you get something like a like a personal assistant or some sort of assistant to the role that you have? Can you tell somebody, you know, maybe they can help you manage your emails a little bit if that's causing you overwhelm? And to be honest, I find that a lot of people, it's it's emails that are the thing at the moment. If you have a business or a couple of businesses, you know, can somebody help you in your social media if that's really blowing up? Can they just manage any requests and things like that? So for me, I have just started to look outside of my immediate team that I have and I'm getting someone in to help me with my emails and uh, with a few other things in the back end that are causing me a fair bit of overwhelm. And I'm taking the things quite personally at the moment, which then starts to set me up for a bit of a snowball into the night or into the weekend if I was to open up my emails. So I'm bringing someone on who can help me out and who can take me away from the emails a little bit uh, because I never know what's going to pop up in there. Usually they're beautiful. Uh, Usually they're simple and they're easy to manage. Uh, But sometimes when I'm caught off guard, and I think I've said this before in the podcast, actually. Sometimes when I'm caught off guard, it can be really nice if there's just a bit of a barrier. That way I can have my night or my weekend or whatever it is and not have this thing sort of hanging over my head. And for me, that's kind of what burnout feels like. It just feels like this this thing hanging over you all of the time and you don't really know how to clear it or move it or come up and out of it. So those are my five little tips for you. I think that they're accessible to everybody. I don't want to say something to you like, okay, you need to do three hours of yoga and you need to do this random ancient practice and all of this sort of stuff. I just wanted to make it really simple and really achievable for you. Become more aware of yourself and recognize any signs, any things that are different in your behavior or your habits than your usual optimum self. 
if possible, take some time away, you know, and I like to tidy up loose ends before I do that, because then I find if I do take time away, then there's things again lingering there and I can't really remove myself or relax for that time that I've scheduled away. If you can't take time away, see if you can find just one thing, maybe two things that light you up that are removed from other people and again, your work or your business and do that thing for however long that you need to. And that could be your gardening, reading, you know, I usually find that they're those more simple things in life, like cooking a meal from scratch, reading a book and actually getting through it without time being a thing and you have to stop. Sitting down watching a movie, sometimes I find that we people who are so invested in personal development don't want to sit down and watch Netflix because it's seen as being lazy or boring or, you know, you could be spending your time doing better things. But I think that that's a beautiful thing to do for yourself if that lights you up, if that makes you feel relaxed and immersed in something else. If you can take yourself away from your stresses for a moment, then how great. Share how you're feeling with others if that's available to you, if you have some people in your life. And if you don't, try to get some people in your life, some friends, some family, you know, people that you love that genuinely care for you and that you genuinely care for. And you would do this for them if they were to tell you that they weren't feeling so great. And then outsource any small tasks up to any big tasks that are the things that are causing you the stress and the burnout. You know, can you time block yourself a little better so that other people can step in for an hour or two and do the tasks that you just don't need to do, that you can spend your energy and your time doing something else that's going to move the needle more? I really, really hope that this is useful for you. Uh, I hope that you get something out of this and please, please don't feel like you need permission to do these things, to action them. Like I said, it's not always possible. You can't just up and leave sometimes, especially if you have children. You can't just up and leave, you know, if that's, if that's a stressor and you're feeling burnt out like that, but you can potentially ask for some support. But please access the support when it's available to you, if it's available to you, and you can ask for it. So oftentimes people are so involved in their own lives and in their own worlds that they may know that you're not feeling so great, but then their things start to take over and they, you know, they forget. They forget about you if you're living outside of their house. And I know that's true for me. You know, I have beautiful friends, but then sometimes I'm just so immersed in my own self and my business and everything else that's going on that I might forget for a moment. And if they tell me, if they say, hey, can you help me out on this day with this? I'm feeling overwhelmed with this task. I'll go, oops, that day is not so great for me. Can we do this day and this time? And then we start to work on it a little bit or I can move some things around. And then we usually find a happy medium where I'm available. I'm going to be able to help them out or vice versa. And that just starts to lighten the load. I think that we need to share more. I think that we need to open up, be more vulnerable with those that are in our lives and not even those that are close to us, but people at work and, you know, our colleagues and our extended colleagues so that they know what's going on in our lives because you can look at somebody and it seems like it's going fantastic and amazing outside. But in reality, you know, we're struggling and that's okay. You don't have to be on all the time. You don't have to be peaking all of the time. Sometimes we do struggle and we do have our little hard moments, but if you can open up and share and if you feel safe to do that, 
that, then people might be able to give you some support, provide some empathy, compassion and help in any way that they can. And they won't be so caught off as well when you ask them for support and they'll go, yeah, I could kind of see this one coming. Perfect. I'm going to block this time out in my calendar and there I am ready to support you. I hope that you have your support. I hope that this helps you. If you feel like you're not feeling like yourself, uh, please listen to this podcast. But now we're just going to take a moment. So if you're driving, don't close your eyes, but you can just listen along. And if you can, though, start to find just a comfortable seat and you'll close your eyes and start to take a deep breath in through the nose and let it go out the mouth. And again, take a deep breath in through the nose and out the mouth. We'll do one more, a deep breath in and a long smooth breath out. Know that you are worthy of support you're able to reach out and ask for help and that this too shall pass. Nothing is constant. Things are always changing. If you need the support, it's there. You can check those links in the show notes. But to help you out as well, this too shall pass. You can and you will move through it. And just start to consider now What is the thing that is hanging over my head? What is the thing that is lingering that I'm really struggling to detach myself from? And there might be more than one thing, but usually there's sort of a a lowest hanging fruit, the one that needs to be picked off. So can you pick off that fruit and see if there's a way that you can deal with it by asking for help, by taking some time away, by tidying up loose ends? By doing something else, maybe shifting gears or taking just a moment to do that thing that lights you up so that you can go back in and do it to the best of your ability and speak to the people that you need to, bosses, friends, colleagues, family. And now just start to consider what is something that makes me feel pure joy or pure ease or pure harmony when I do it or when I'm there and there might be a place It might be a thing to do, like I've mentioned. And if at all possible, I wonder if over the next five days, you might be able to carve out more time for this thing, the cooking, the reading, the beach. And if you're still now, just start to place your hands over your heart. You are loved and supported oftentimes more than you know, but sometimes we do need to ask for support and love, let people know that we need a little more right now. You can start to open up your eyes. And thanks so much for listening. I'll chat to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you can find more ways to be kinder to yourself, to others, and to the planet. If you could leave a review, that would mean the world to me. That would also let me know what you love, what you'd like to hear more about or to delve into more next time. And if you subscribe to this podcast, then you'll be the first to know when new or special episodes are launched as well. You can find me on Instagram. My name's Claudia Richardson and there's a dot and an underscore after that. 
You can also find my studio, which is kind.studio on Instagram, kindstudio on Facebook, and you can head to our website, kindstudio, all with a Y in there, .com.au. And then if you head to kindstudio.com.au slash podcast, then all of the show notes are there as well with any links or special offers that we talk about in each episode. Until next time, bye.